Good morning. Welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. I don't know if you just stumbled upon this podcast or if you've been tuning in for a while, but I am glad that you're here and I know that you are here because you need to listen to this message today. So, what are we talking about? We are talking all about how to make your workout something that you enjoy because it's like, you see all these other people doing it, the crossfitters that are obsessed with their workouts, those soul cyclers, now you see peloton riders that, you know, they seem like they're working out every single day and you're like, how do I do that? How do I find that workout that I love? So I am sharing with you how with just three steps. And so this happened for me at the beginning of quarantine is like the most recent time that I found it because I found workouts that I really liked in person but then when it became quarantine and the world was stressful and I had no idea what was going on I told myself I was like I'm only going to do workouts that I enjoy there's so much else to be stressed about I'm not going to stress about this I'm just going to move my bodies in ways that feel good so for a while I didn't do too too much I would like watch the Instagram lives from my couch with no intention of getting up to doing them. I'd be the person like commenting, oh yeah, this is so hard, while just like enjoying their motivation. I enjoyed that other people were motivated. And this is probably just me that did that. But I remember seeing like everyone else seemed to have a health kick and I just, I couldn't find it in me. And so, you know, sometimes that's just at the point that you're at, but other times, you know, you're like, okay, no, I'm going to do it. So here we go. So the first step in breaking free of like, I have to work out to hit my goal. I have to work out for this. If you want to really work out for your enjoyment, that alone is your only goal. Then you have to take the focus off of the numbers. So I remember when I was an athlete, we had to wear heart rate monitors for all of our workouts. And, you know, you have like the steady state zone and then you have like the high intensity zone, the green, like where you have to strive to be at. And everything was always measured. And in addition to measuring your heart rate, then your calories were also measured after every single workout. And now I know that it's even more common that people have fitness devices always on. They have Apple Watches, Fitbits, whatever the new next thing is. Um, And I have that too. But I think that if you are going into that workout, your focus can never be on calories because that's not a way to measure if you had a good workout. It's not. Everyone's is going to be different. So it doesn't do any use to compare your calories. But then also... If you want to enjoy it, you'll never enjoy it if you're like, oh, I just have to hit that 250 calorie mark or I have to hit that 300 calorie mark. So I remember when I switched from working out as a team into going to the gym all alone, I had no idea what to do. So I went into the gym and all of the cardio machines, I remember it'd be like, oh, do you want to put in your weight? And I had no idea why I ever needed to do that to do the Stairmaster, but I'd put it in and it'd be like, oh, now we can like accurately count or track your calories. And I was like, this is weird. Like, why do I want that? But then when you're staring at the screen for 20 minutes and that's the only thing you see is like the amount of time that's passed and then the amount of calories you've burned, I remember my goals would always be based on calories burned. 
you know, you have that goal with yourself. It's like, okay, I don't know what it means to climb 70 floors, right? Like that had no meaning to me, but calories had meaning to me because I could put the meaning in calories of, okay, this amount of calories is worth the ice cream that I'm going to eat right after that. Then I could put a worth on it. I could put, you know, this measurement on my workout that I thought was doing me so well, right? I thought that was such an encouraging way, but that took all of the motivation out. Those were for such short-term bursts of like, I did it, but I didn't actually like the workout. It never motivated me to go again the next day. And, you know, that's the thing with fitness and a healthy lifestyle. Like it has to be consistent. So if it's only motivating me to finish that Stairmaster in order to get dessert that night, like that's just not going to become a thing. The next day I'll just be like, fine, I'll just skip dessert if that means that I don't have to spend another 45 minutes on that Stairmaster. In addition to this, this is getting off on a little bit of a side tangent, but with fitness trackers that are doing things like measuring calories, so I have one. I think that they come in great use for a lot of different things, but there was a point that I was using it too much and I would go to classes like yoga where I would have an amazing experience. I loved the class. I was so accomplished at the end and then I'd look at my watch and be like, hmm, well, that's kind of low oh, my heart rate didn't get up as much as I wanted it to. And then I'd almost be disappointed by these stats, which I mean, first of all, are barely accurate to begin with. But I was just putting this number on myself. No one has ever said you have to burn X amount of calories at yoga for it to be a good workout. But it was just these expectations that I had on myself too. So I think that the more you can pull away from measuring your workout, whether that be calories, which is huge, or, you know, distance a lot of times too can be harmful if you're not training for something. Like if you're training for something, yeah, you're going to track that. But if you're just doing it to sweat it out and to enjoy your day, you know, get the blood flowing, then I mean, distance doesn't really matter. Weight doesn't really matter. There's a lot of things that don't actually matter in your workout. And these are it. So that's step number one. And to making working out enjoyable and your hobby is take a focus off of the numbers. Number two is that you legit have to make it a hobby. And so this is what I mean by you need to do an activity that is more than just like I do bicep curls, <laughs> right? Like when people say that they love Peloton, it's because it's like, you know, they're in that class atmosphere where they're cycling and you know, they like the playlist and they like the instructor, but also, you know, cycling is just fun. Like a lot of people cycle outside, you know, you could just enjoy that you're sitting there and yeah, it's hard. Like you push yourself during a cycling class, but you're just kind of like sitting there in the same motion of riding a bike or same thing with CrossFit. Like, yeah, you're lifting weights, but it's like you're doing different Olympic style lifts. You're learning new skills. I think with SoulCycle too, you know, you're learning choreography on the bike, you know, you're doing push-ups on the bike, you're doing claps, you're doing jumps, you're doing all of these activities. And so that's what working out has to be, like you have to find an activity in it. It can't just be like, oh, well, I go to the gym and do bicep curls and I do, you know, a few push-ups and then crunches, like that's not really an activity. And those exercises, I mean, they're great. There's nothing against the 
exercises themselves but I think that if you don't have them in any sort of context then it's going to be hard to convince yourself to want to do that again. So for the step two is that I really encourage you to find an activity because it's brings it back almost to how a lot of people originate with working out and that's a team that is sports I'm sure you started with t-ball or gymnastics or something where you're learning a skill and so you have to find that again but in the gym you know with the group classes I'm not sure which other ones you're going to I'm like trying to think of different ones here but like kickboxing right like you want to throw a stronger punch you go back to continue getting stronger with your punches, getting more accurate, getting better endurance at it. You're not over here being like, oh, well, at boxing, my mile per hour of my hand was this. Like, right, there's not a lot of measurements that you have there, but you come back because you're practicing this skill. And so you have to find a skill that you enjoy doing. I'm not sure... How many more um, analogies or examples I could use without just sounding like an idiot because, you know, I don't know all of these different exercises, but bottom line is find something that you can view as a practice again to get better at a skill instead of focusing on hitting a certain number. And then I think the last part of really making this something that you enjoy Something that you'll continue coming back to is how does it make you feel afterwards? Because a workout at the end of the day, like you should feel accomplished by doing it. You purposely put your body through something that was really hard and you did it. Like you survived it. You got stronger through it. And, you know, on your good days, it's easy to feel that. But even on my bad days, like I'm still happy that I pushed myself to get there. Even the days where I'm showing up like 50%. I'm still like, well, that was a good workout, you know, like if you're walking away from the activity feeling discouraged or feeling in pain or, you know, feeling like, why would I ever do that again? Or this is way too hard, like I won't even be good at it. I think that's how I feel with running. Like I feel like I'm way too much of a beginner to even start making those few steps and that's also going to be hard to convince yourself to go back to. So I think that you know the activity that once you leave, you feel like, yeah, that was hard. (laughs) Yeah, that was really tough, but I'm still glad that I did it because even on my days of going to a cycling class or whatever else that I'm doing at the time, I still feel great at the end. Even if I showed up sore and, you know, I zoned out for a lot, it's still an accomplishment at the end. You know, whereas something like CrossFit, I'd be like, I don't even know how to get better at this. And right, that that always changes and you have to be a beginner at some point. But, you know, if you've given it a few tries and it's not it, it's not it. And you can move on to something else. And so, you know, this is kind of the steps that you need to take in order to find this thing that will work for you. Because there is something that will work for you right? There are so many different activities out there. That's why you see those people, though, that keep going back to yoga when other people hate yoga. That's why you see people that will get up and be running in the dead of winter, and you're like, I don't even run on the best weather days to chase after my dog. You know, like, there is something for everyone, and you just have to find that activity that will be the hobby for you, because that's the secret. 
right? Like a lot of people say that there's no secrets to a healthy lifestyle. There's no secrets to success. Well, I think that this is one of them. This is one of those secrets. You have to make your fitness a hobby in your life and then you'll continue showing up for it. A lot of people also think that, you know, motivation isn't something that you can come up with or you can't like create motivation in your life and I think that you know you can set yourself up for success by trying and this is a really easy way to try you can be motivated by improving skills you'll never be motivated to climb another 70 foot tower on the stairmaster but you will be motivated to want to show up for yourself and improve so I am sure that I'm not the only one that thinks this way. I would love to know if you've thought this way before, if this helped you, if you, you know, maybe think about it some way new for the first time now. So if you liked this episode, please go share it with a friend. Um, You know, don't leave them out in the dark just being like, well, how are you liking working out? Like, help them with you. You can go to the gym together, try a new class, so let people know. And then also we do have our Facebook group. I say it every time, but please go join Girls Gone Healthy, healthy tips in your 20s. There's a link below to the Facebook group. And it's really just a great place where you guys can talk to each other. You know, maybe you haven't found that workout that's a hobby for you and you want to see what's worked for someone else. Like go drop it there, see what everyone else loves and go sweat it out. I'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.